is up, everybody? Uh, I'm Justin Martindale, and welcome to the first episode. Yeah, why? Because it's spring. It's March. Rebirth. Growth. Moving forward. <laughs> All of the above. This is the first official episode of my new podcast, Just Saying with Justin Martindale. It's going to be a weekly pop culture uh, podcast that's going to inform you of all the stories that you probably heard already, but with a different spin on them, and probably the stories you had no idea were out there. I dig, I dive all through social media and uh, all of the outlets so you don't have to. So yes, welcome. I want to say thanks for tuning in, and let's get into it. You know, it's March 1st, officially. My birthday is this month. My Venmo is Justin-Martindale, if anyone is interested. (laughs) I have to say, this past two years have sucked because my birthday actually fell on the week after lockdown. Everything locked down here at the Comedy Store uh, on March 11th. That was the last day I was here, and then my birthday is March 20th. And so I would like to say... I was the very first Zoom birthday uh, call. All my friends Zoomed in, said happy birthday, and then everyone shut their laptops. So it was very sad. And then last year, it was like, oh, we can only do certain things with masks, but we can't still be outside. So this year, I'm going balls to the wall. I'm going to not wear a mask or clothes, and I'm going to spit in everyone's mouth, even strangers on the street. I'm going full throttle birthday monster. Why? Because it's my special month. Anyways, that's just how my March is going so far. But it is spring. It's officially sprung. Valentine's Day is over. And I'm not a big Valentine's Day person just because it's very like... I don't know. It's just lame. And then spring, I just get, I love spring in Los Angeles because it's, it's just fresh and the jasmines in bloom. That's my favorite smell in the world is when the jasmine bushes bloom and you can walk by them and you're just like, oh, maybe the world's not on fire. And then you check Twitter and go JK. But here we have something that I fell in love with, and that is love. And I'm so happy to see that couples are now reconciling after this horrible pandemic. And I want to start off with Ben Stiller and Christine Taylor are back together. Uh, First of all, I loved this couple because A, Christine Taylor is one of those actresses that I have been obsessed with since Hey Dude on Nickelodeon. Then she moved on to play Marsha Brady in the the Brady Bunch movies and was so good and nailed it. If you haven't seen the Brady Bunch movies, just watch it. She is everything. And then she went into movies like The Craft where she just played the bitchy blonde whose hair falls out when they curse her. And she's in the shower pulling her hair out. And she's like, I don't know what happened. Well, anyways, you have Ben Stiller, who obviously we know Ben Stiller. They've been a couple forever but they got separated in 2017 however that is all changed and you know why because of covid they rekindled their marriage after they separated uh 
five years ago, they rekindled their marriage because they decided it would be best if he moved back in with her and their two kids during the early days of the pandemic, as it would be the only way he'd be able to see the kids during lockdown. Then over the course of time, it evolved. We were separated and got back together and we're happy about that. Who knew? Now, I am very excited about this. I think that love deserves deserves a second chance. And I think if you have if you have kids involved, then why not? But also, I feel like COVID also like made people split up because they were like, oh, you're batshit crazy. But I think like Ben Stiller and Christine Taylor, they actually had something good going on and they wanted to be there for their children. And I am here for it. I love this. We're happy is the is the tagline. You know what I haven't seen in like the past couple of months? Anything with the tagline happy. <laughs> it's always been like panic, frustration, anger. This actually warms my winter cold stone creamery heart. I'm 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 here for it. So I'm rooting for this spring romance and also it's somebody different. I'm so glad that we have another couple we can talk about besides fucking Kourtney Kardashian and those dickheads. <laughs> oh, we have somebody other. Okay, so Christine and Ben. And then yesterday I'm scrolling and I find out that, uh, wait for it, Jason Momoa and Lisa Bonet are getting back together as well. They've decided to give their marriage another go. And I'm, and they're very much back together. They've been hanging out. Um, they've been moving back in with each other, actually. Two weeks ago, they moved back in, and they're very much back together. They decided to work on things rather than throw in the towel, because why? They have so much invested in each other. Now, they share two kids together, 14-year-old Lola and 13-year-old Nakoa Wolf. Wolf is having a really big... Uh, a moment right now in Hollywood, but they just want to let everyone know that before Kylie and uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, the concert tramper guy. Oh yeah. Travis Scott. Um, they did it first. So here's the thing. It is possible to be gorgeous and find true love. And here. Hearing this story just really gives me hope because I remember this story broke over about like maybe a month ago and everyone was devastated because you're like, no, Aquaman, no. He and he posted his split on Instagram, which has since been deleted. Everything's been different. There's they were like, oh, we're still gonna be friends, all this kind of stuff. Our feelings, our shifts were happening, and they said that they were parting ways in their marriage, and that was that. However, if we want to scroll down a little bit, they said it was a devastating and surprising end to a 17-year-long relationship. We were all mortified. I was mortified. However, then I looked at, like, how did they meet? And they met uh, in a uh, – they met in an actual jazz club in 2005. And I thought to myself, of course they did. They met in a jazz club. 
I mean, that's where I would expect Jason Momoa and Lisa Bonet to meet. Some smoky cocktail lounge. They both look gorgeous. And they're listening to some fucking jazz, some Ella Fitzgerald or uh, some like Louis Armstrong. I don't know. And in that moment, this is what Lisa said, love came and it came big. And he did not run as I think a lot of men do. He basically picked me up and threw me over over his shoulder, caveman style. Now, when I think of Jason Momoa, I immediately think caveman, Game of Thrones, huge dong, Dothraki, like warrior. Like, that's exactly. If Jason Momoa is not picking you up, oh, huge dong. It has to be. Full centaur penis. Dragging the ground. Like, there's big dick energy, and then there's big dick Momoa energy. BDME. It's It's got to be. And if he's not picking you up over his shoulder caveman style, I'm sorry, not to offend any of the uh, caveman community, we'll say Neanderthal, uh, Neanderthal style. I just don't want to get canceled my first episode. That's just, I mean, it's going to happen, but let's just like pretend. So yes, I'm very, very excited. Both couples, these are great couples. Success to Christine and Ben and Jason and Lisa Bonet. I'm like totally rooting for these guys. Now, this is big news. Speaking of couples, Colton Underwood. I know, I know, I know, but I have to say something because Colton Underwood is again in the news. Now, if you don't know who Colton Underwood is, he is a Bachelor contestant. He was in the news for like harassing his ex fiance Cassie. I don't. I think that's her name. So I don't even watch The Bachelor. I just remember having to like watch his season for uh, some Snapchat series that I did before What the Fashion. Anyways, he came out last year um, uh, for being gay. Not for being gay, but he came. <laughs> For uh for coming out, Colton. He had his own show. Um, he came out this week saying, I'm extremely happy. 2021 was the most transformative year of my life. Starting 2022 off with my best friend, teammate, and now fiance is something I never thought was gonna be possible. That's right. Colton Underwood is now engaged. He shared it on Instagram. Life is going to be fun with you. The only time I'm in Life, I'm okay wasting a bottle of champagne. I love you, babe. His fiance Jordan wrote, along with a portrait of his new fiance popping champagne. Here's my thing. I am extremely upset about this. <laughs> my God. Are they lesbians? You just came out as you just came out as gay. Let's see. I want to see this timeline. Let's let's see. Okay. They've been dating since summer of 2021. He came out as gay in April of 2021 and later documented his experience on Netflix's Coming Out Colton, which no one watched. Um, I didn't watch it. I didn't hear anybody else talk about it. He literally went out. Okay. <sighs> They've been dating since summer of 2021. Okay. So we'll say June. Yes, because it was gay pride. So why not? Let's just make it June. So he came out as gay in April they started dating in June. Yes, I remember it was very, very close. 
Okay, I wasn't really pursuing dating at first, but since then I found somebody and I'm very much in love. Okay, he called his his fiance a great support. I'm the luckiest person to have in my life. Oh my God, I'd rather eat glass. I was struggling with my sexuality, but I had such a level of fear of being gay now that I've been able to be out myself for a year. A year! It's the healthiest and happiest I've ever felt. How do you fucking know? It's your first boyfriend. It's who marries the first person they date. This is doomed. I am saying this into fruition. I will speak this into existence. Okay, in December 2021, Underwood became Instagram official. Okay, great. With Brown when he celebrated the latter's birthday with a shout out on Instagram stories. Okay. This Valentine's Day is a special one. I get to love who I want and I love being. This is so basic. This is like this. This is going to end horribly. Now, I have been talking to some people online, uh, some friends of mine, because this literally came out yesterday that Colton Underwood's engaged. And I'm like, sure. Okay, why not? It's Monday. I think he's engaged because now we're going to get a season two of coming out Colton. The wedding. I think he's going to be like, oh, my God, I never thought in a million years I'd get I'd get married to the man that I love. And, oh, tux shopping. Am I right? I have to run a tux. This is so, like, hard for me right now. I have to go to a men's warehouse. Oh, I hope they have my size. I mean, the drama that this this story will unfold, I'm sure. So, yes, at the same time, I can't hate on him because... I want him to be happy, but dude, really? The first guy? And look at the guy. Can we see the guy? I know I've talked to I've talked about Colton for a while now, but let's let's I want to scroll up and show show what the guy looks like. His fiance. This is Jordan, who is a uh, financial advisor. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. I don't necessarily know the age difference. Does it say at the top of this article? Let's see. No. Okay, here we go. So Colton is 30 and oh, oh, he's not a he's not a financial advisor. His his fiance is a political strategist. That's right. Colton's going for the first lady of the United States position. Uh so there is a 9 9-year age difference. Uh Colton also said he likes daddies. So I I don't really understand why you're marrying your first daddy and also who marries who marries their first who huh this is the first guy you're in a relationship with being out I couldn't even imagine the first I'm even trying to remember the first guy that I dated when I came out of the closet oh no I'd be dead I'd be dead I'd be in a ditch wrapped in barbed wire and a tarp exactly what would happen if i if i was still with the first person that i dated this is not going to end well i'm sorry but the hollywood magic yes i was looking at the comments every fucking insta gay was like yes so brave get it king yes and i'm just kind of like does no one else see what i'm about to see just be careful be happy but like don't rush it like if you're gonna get engaged like Know the guy. Be gay for at least a full year before you get gay married. Just saying. What do I know? I know some things. Just saying. But congratulations. Whatever. But speaking of The Bachelor, 
Oh, there's a show coming out. I think it's on March 8th. I'm very excited about, uh, yes. I'm sorry, March 6th. So this weekend, it is everything that I want. It is um, called The Courtship. And let me tell you about it. If you're like me, which a lot of my listeners probably are, <laughs> just <laughs> hot, fun women who like to get day drunk and the gay men that accompany them, um, this show is everything. I am watching right now. This is the thing. I have watched Love is Blind season two, which was amazing. I am right now finishing Inventing Anna on Netflix. We're getting Bridgerton season two this year. And I'm also masturbating violently to HBO Max's The Gilded Age, which, uh, if you're not watching The Gilded Age, I don't know. I can't call you an American. I honestly can't because it is seriously, it's 1890s American. It's Bridgerton meets Downton Abbey meets the crown meets dynasty. It's everything. It's so good. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Now... We are getting a Regency romance. This is coming out on NBC on March 6th at 8 o'clock p.m. Check your local listings. This show is called The Courtship. It is, wait for it, a hybrid competition show of Bridgerton meets The Bachelorette. I'm in. I don't care. That's all you have to tell me. I don't watch The Bachelorette. I don't watch The Bachelor, obviously, but welcome to the courtship, this article says. It promises all the romance and drama of the fan-favorite dating reality show that came before it with an old-fashioned royal twist. The ultimate social experiment in romance. It's going to take both its cast and viewers back in time to castle-laden rolling hills of Regency style England. <coughs> uh, okay, so you're going to get 16 men from all over the world, from Staten Island to South Korea. That's a very broad range of men and suitors. And they will vie to win the heart of their leading lady, Nicole Remy, of the Remy dynasty, we'll say. Now, the show's trailer, they're all decked in period costumes partaking in 19th century style dates. Now, I don't know what dating in the 19th century was, from watching The Gilded Age, it was very like, I'm going to call upon you. And you're like, oh, okay. But also they would have elegant dances. There'd be some horseback riding. I mean, who doesn't love some reverse cowgirl on a date, you know? Um, rowing boats and even fencing. I don't know if I could ever, like, fuck with a fencing date, but it's been a long pandemic. I'm down for anything. Um, so they want to get away from the, the, the 21st century idea of swiping and, and, you know, 
Bumble and Tinder and Grinder and all that kind of stuff. So she has to use, this is where the, the girl comes in charge. This is amazing. She has to actually handwrite her letters to communicate. I mean, if this is not, <laughs> what is this ancient form of handwriting to communicate? Yes, you have to actually, I hope there's a quill. I hope she has to put a fucking feather in an inkwell and 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 write out by candlelight. Do you have something to say, John? I, I also hope they can't use modern day medication. Like what? Like penicillin? For whatever they're going to catch in that house. Oh, yeah. On their own. Oh, yeah. There's definitely going to be like, like I hope, yes, that's what I want. I want Oregon Trail. I, ooh, yes, you get me. That's what I want. I want nine. If we're going to get 19th century style dating, I want 19th century style STDs. I want smallpox. Give me mumps. Someone needs to die from dysentery. Dysentery realness. I want someone like shitting blood at the dining room table. I, you know what I need? I need someone to cough into a napkin and then they pan out and you see that there's a drop of like blood spittle in the napkin, which means you have consumption. I love it. Give me a uh, tuberculosis fantasy suite. That's what I want. Yeah, no, I, I don't think it should be you get the rose and she gets to pick. I think oh. it's a natural selection. Oh, no, yes. Yeah. It's a, it's a game of Survivor. And here's the thing. Did you watch Love is Blind? The first season, and I couldn't even get through that. That was painful. Oh, that's the whole point. It's so good. Now, there's so many questions about Love is Blind, because if I was in a pod with somebody, be like, okay, what's your job? What do you look like? Describe it. But apparently you can't do that. Now... This, they can't do. There is no rose ceremony. In a traditional bachelor, bachelorette-style show, she gives a rose out or they give a rose out and they're like, oh, take it and you live another day or whatever. There's no rose ceremony. There is a farewell ball. Now, I am here for a ball. <laughs> if you know me, I love a good ball. Sometimes I love two. Now, there is a farewell ball. Now, here's the thing. Again, going back into the 19th century style of courting, if there's two men that love her and she's like, I can't decide. I just can't decide who I love. I mean, they're both really good for me. Here's what I say. We bring it to a duel. You get two guns. You have to take 10 paces. And then whoever lives... Gets the girl. There's a good chance the guy from Staten Island can't count to 10, but. Oh, well, I mean, there's a good chance the guy from Staten Island probably won't be getting through the first uh, uh, farewell ball, you know, unless it's Pete Davidson. As soon as he has to write a letter, he is out. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So let's see. Uh, Yeah. The guys are ranging from Florida. Okay. well, there's that. Uh, New York, New Jersey, Missouri, Virginia, Tennessee. I'm already out. Like, I'm I'm really excited about this being, and I like that it's it's female forward. I like that we're giving the girl the chance to vie for love and have all the guys come after her. However, second season, I'm going to need a guy. I'm going to need a guy. And you know what? Love is Blind season three, if you're out there, cast gay couples. I need gay love is blind. I will gladly host gay love is blind. 
because it's not real. <laughs> I feel like you could seriously, if there were two gay guys in a pod or two lesbians in a pod and they're like, um, yeah, you have, we just have this really good connection. And the minute the door is open and you're like, oh, God, mm. well, I don't know about this. That's the real test. I need to know if gay love is blind. All right, but I'm here. I if if again, if you love uh the Gilded Age, the Crown, Love is Blind, Bachelor, Bachelorette, this is this is the show to watch. And I'm I'm serious. I'm going to watch it. I don't have cable because I'm poor, but I do have um the app so it'll be like i'm sure next day watchable or whatever so that is the courtship the bridgerton spinoff dating app now it's mardi gras uh today is fat tuesday can we say fat tuesday i don't know we'll say body positive day there you go it's body positive day uh mardi gras it's being celebrated i guess in where do they celebrate it? New Orleans and Brazil? Isn't that carnival? Sure. Yeah. But Brazil's like hot. Like Louisiana, you're, yeah, you're getting like, you're getting some swamp folk, you know? You're getting like Theo Vaughn's relatives, Theo Vaughn's family picnic. Now, I can't not talk about Mardi Gras without talking about my favorite little uh, Kentwood, Louisiana possum, and that is Britney Spears. She is my Mardi Gras. She is my... She's my princess of pop on a float. Exactly. Now, we've all had this experience with her, her Instagram. She's out of this conservatorship for 13 years. She spins around... Lately, she's been dis- been discovering new things like warming up fudge in the microwave and, um, you know, dancing around. But she she set the Internet on fire again yesterday after she posed nude on the beach during a getaway with her boyfriend slash fiance, Sam Isgari. Now. I wasn't mad. I think, girl, she's been a slave for her parents for 13 years. The thing that kind of got me not riled up, I wasn't outraged. I think, you know what? If you want to be naked, be fucking naked. And you're also in, look at that water. I want to be naked in that water. I'm not even jealous. She stripped down in a birthday suit because she is going, her her uh, fiance, Sam, his birthday is on March 4th, so clearly she's taking a trip with him. And uh, her fiance is 27, she's 40, so there is a bit of an age difference. Um, so he filmed her doing a steamy little video on Instagram where she's passionately kissing uh, her fiance. She's taking a dip in an infinity pool. They're straddling each other. You know, he's hot too. They met on the set of Slumber Party uh, from her Glory album. She's in love with her fiance. Um, she's celebrating her uh, her her fiance's birthday, and let's go down a little bit. On the okay, yeah. So the the Instagram video, if you haven't seen it, it's literally her just holding her tits. Which sure, go for it. She's got a nice pair, um, but 
She's one of my favorite songs of all time. Wicked Game by Chris Isaac. That song to me, I can list. There's certain songs that I can listen to whenever, wherever. Not in a Shakira way. But like, if it comes on, I'm like, oh, yeah. Because this is so smart on Britney's behalf. Because in the video of Wicked Game by Chris Isaac, it's Chris Isaac and this the most beautiful woman, Helena Christensen, back in the day. She was a model, um, gorgeous eyes, and they literally were just like romping around on this island, topless, hugging. It was like, I think it was one of those moments in my childhood where it like awoke my sexual peak. Because I was like, Chris Isaac was smoking back then, and Helena Christensen was hot as shit. And they were like, and just the So here's Britney, you know, 20-something years later, maybe 30, I don't know, you know, spinning around with her, holding her boobs. And I'm mad. I'm not mad at her. I'm just mad. I'm mad for her because I want to be on that vacation. I'm happy for her. I think it's great. But everyone was like, oh, my God, she's naked again. What is she doing? And again, I have friends that do nothing but post pictures of themselves naked or partially naked on Instagram. It's your Instagram. Do whatever the fuck you want. If you're mentally ill, sure. Be mentally ill on Instagram. I mean, there's so many narcissists. We're comics. I have so many narcissistic, selfish friends, and I'll still give them a heart. I'm like, good for you, you fucking nut job. But here it is. I'm more jealous because I feel like I want Sam Asghari, her fiance, to record me holding my nipples, dancing to Wicked Game. There, I said it, and I'm standing by it. But congratulations. Happy birthday, Sam. And I have to say also, I have to give props to Britney Spears' emoji placements. Because she puts little emojis on her tatas on her hoo-ha. So we don't get to see the full picture. And I guess so she doesn't get shadow banned or banned on Instagram. But I'm here. Good for Brittany. I'm just looking at this picture and I'm like, God damn it. And also, I didn't know Sam, I didn't know her fiance was an actor this whole time. He was in Hacks with uh, Gene Smart. And he's also like uh, he's also on some other show. I can't remember. But yeah, they love each other. They're here for it. I'm here for Britney Spears vacation content. There, I said it. Um, next, we have, speaking of sex, because it is March. <laughs> I don't know if that means anything. Pornhub um, has award shows, which I, I have, I didn't know that there was like a, a Pornhub award show. I mean, I guess so, because there's always like the Gavian Awards and there's the Avian Awards, which are the porn awards. I didn't know Pornhub actually had its own um, award show. Now, porn's flashiest night, what? <laughs> Will be stripped down. I see what you did. Um, they're going to strip down their affair this year. The smut giant Pornhub has nixed, triple X, got it, celebrity performance at its infamous award show for 2022 in favor of giving away the cash it would otherwise have spent on starry musical acts. Now, I had no idea that this was a de- like a thing. So 
in the past, the Pornhub Awards have had people like Kanye West, Bad Bunny, Ty Dolla Sign, um, director John Waters, which I was like, what? From Hairspray? And Cry Baby? But he lives in P-Town, so I get it. Like, he'll he'll go to the Pornhubs. And uh, reality star Leah McSweeney, or as I like to call her, who uh, was also there. Bella Thorne was given a special award, Chlamydia, in 2019. Um, but this time around, Pornhub is saying, we're not giving a million dollars direct. We are giving, sorry, we're giving a million dollars directly to the models and the nonprofits that benefit sex workers. Why, children? Because sex work is work. So they're saving their budget on having like Kanye West run around with another Kardashian clone. And they want to actually give the money to people that it would actually benefit. Now, I think that's amazing. And this is the first time this year that the nominees and the winners will be will be receiving a cash prize in recognition of their achievements. So I guess if you get best blowjob this year, you're going to get like an envelope of like $50. Or if you get like best gangbang car wash, you're going to get, you know, a couple hundred, maybe some scratch offs. I don't know. But you're going to get some money on top of getting your golden eggplant award. I don't know what the point of one is. Are blowjobs going for fifty dollars these days? Is that what it is? What's that? Is that what you, is that what we're valuing blowjobs at right now? Fifty dollars, like best blowjob, fifty dollars. Is that cheap? Did I did I lowball that? No pun for intended. The, for the best. Yeah, you're right. Okay, best. like fifth, like fifty five. And this is the best in the world, like on the internet, like fifty five is. Fast. But see, I don't get. All, I can't. Like blowjobs don't do anything for me. Oh no, me neither. But. So it's, it's a start. The, I feel like you have kissing. I feel like when you're given the title of the best, you have to get at least 55. I mean, blowjobs are just the kissing in porn. Yeah, fair. Right? Fair. So it's like, oh, you got best kiss. Okay, here's 50 bucks. Okay. That's and good. then it's like how much, you know, when, now shove a traffic cone up your butt. <laughs> you know, I think there's definitely like there has to be some sort of you know, point A to point yeah, Z. Progression. Yeah, like yeah, and you you don't want to win like best blowjob at the Pornhub Awards. It's like, cool, grandma. I mean, some that's that's the peak for some people. But if it's a grandma, grand grandma porn giving best blowjob, then that's yeah, a dollar per year. Yeah, yeah, because and you can also like take your teeth out and all that kind of stuff. That's like a whole thing. I've searched the dark web. Yeah, it sounds like it. Don't let these highlights fool you. But, uh, oh, there's a Peter Seville-designed award statuette, which I don't know what the fuck that even means. That's like their version of the Cecil B. DeMille Award, but it's the P- Peter Seville Award. Okay. So, they're also saying, we are also thrilled to be further supporting the advocacy efforts of two key wide-reaching organizations within the sex work community. After over two years of digital events and virtual get-togethers, Our inclination this year was to put more of the awards budget back into the community instead of spending on another large-scale performance-focused event. Good for them. Keep the Pornhub Awards within the Pornhub community. Also, do you remember this? In um, In the last couple of years, the site has been hit with allegations that it profited 
uploaded uh, by sketchy sources, and they deleted creators that were not verified by the site. Do you remember when that all happened? Like, it was like last year. Mind you, during the pandemic, I watched all the porn. All of it. Not all of it. A lot of it was removed. No, I, I saw some. I remember. And there was a um, a creator on there, um, and I can't remember their name, but it was really good. And I remember when this all went down, I was like, oh, wait, hopefully this doesn't affect <laughs> my favorite porn on Pornhub and gone. And I was like, oh, oh, it was a dark day. And I've looked, can't find him or them or her. I don't know. But I, I'm actually proud of this. I'm, I'm glad that Pornhub is just like, you know what? We don't need a crazy Kanye West performing at our Pornhub Awards. Let's just give the money back to our community. If you get best um, wife swap, you know, good. Here's an extra $200. You did it, kid. You know, go with God. Just before Halloween in 1985, a pipe bomb exploded in an office building in downtown Salt Lake City, killing a man and leaving the entire city on edge. As the smoke cleared and investigators began the search for answers, it became terrifyingly clear that this was just the beginning. Suddenly, looking for the culprit became a race against time. Hi, I'm Jeremy Schwartz, host of the new true crime history podcast, American Criminal. We take you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side to the American dream. In our latest season, the desperate hunt for a killer leads the authorities through the complicated world of historic document collectors and eventually right to the door of the Mormon church. Listen to American Criminal, The Salt Lake City Bombings, wherever you get your podcasts. Or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com. Now we're going to go from Pornhub to a segment I like to call Pornhub. This teacher, I know, you don't really lead with... Pornhub and then teacher, but I bet that there's a there's a category on Pornhub about teachers, I'm sure. This teacher was on is on paid leave after her alleged sex tape was airdropped to over 200 students. Immediately I read this and was just like, this happened at Euphoria High. It had to have been. Euphoria just wrapped up season two. It was everything, I guess. Euphoria has definitely changed the game on like what kids are like in the 21st century. They're terrifying. Now, this teacher is from Ohio. She was forced to resign after her alleged sex tape was sent to hundreds of students. On February 7th, the teacher's phone was allegedly airdropped. The explicit video to over 200 students with iPhones at Gin Academy an all-boys public school in East Cleveland. Uh, I, I've been there with my high school. What? Where? Uh, I, I, what, you got airdropped your teacher's porn? No, we had a bunch of teachers that were fucking students. And we got uh, named, oh! we got named uh, Horn Dog High. Horn Dog High. Wait, you? where'd you go to school? James Madison High School in Brooklyn. And your teachers were having sex with the students? So many teachers, so many students. And it wasn't the it wasn't the students that were ratting on them. 
it was the students' girlfriends who caught them and were, were jealous. Them. Yep, throwing them right under the bus. Well, of course was, they that's were. That's my old English teacher. That's your old English teacher? Yeah. Oh my God, is it really? Student seduced by teacher at Horndog High awarded 750000 <gasps> That's your teacher? That's my English teacher. What's her name? Erin uh, Sayer. <gasps> oh, I love her. Yeah, she was doing... Uh... She was an English teacher. Yeah, she was. Wow, and she had bangs. Yeah, she did. Uh, no, that's just, I think that's after her arrest. She did not have bangs. She, she... She banged the kids first, then got bangs. Yeah, she, she, got it. She got banged. She did, I guess she got banged in two ways, but yeah. And she was one of how many? Uh, th- four within a... Four, four teachers? It was, all, it was all, one was during, while I was still there, and then the other three were after I left, so shit got wild. Shit got wild at Horndog High. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Did they get good grades at least? <laughs> like, was it a whole like, Miss? What's her name? Mrs. Sayer? Can I? I, I? I didn't study for my test last week, and she's like, "Well, Johnny, why don't you bend down and and bump those erasers together for me?" Like, I would have bumped some erasers. I needed. It was bad. Wow, that's yeah. insane. Yeah. Is there like a lot of like psychological damage or like the kid like do you talk to any of the kids? No, these, these this was after I graduated. This is like probably that picture is probably ten years after I had her. Uh-huh. Uh huh. What do you mean you I, had I, her? I had her for English. Okay, you got to yeah. clarify. About ten years after that, but um, they don't call it Horn Dog High for nothing. No, they they that's a, that's a perfect reason why they call it that. Yeah, it was it was to read this. It was wild because it was all of the teachers in the in my school, and I'm like, this this is definitely not the high school I remember. Wow. Yeah. Puts the puts the pep and pep rally. Shout out to James Madison. Uh, Holy home shit! Of Ruth Gator, uh, Ruth Gator, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. See this that oh yeah. Bernie Sanders. Yeah. Andrew Dice Clay. And Horn Dog High. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they all went to Horn Dog High. They just didn't know it was that at the oh, time. Oh, Bernie Sanders totally went oh, yeah. to Horn Dog High and Chuck, Ruth Bader Chuck Ginsburg. Schumer. Huh? Chuck Schumer. Chuck Schumer went to Horndog High. Yeah, he did. Wow, we need an expert. This is the Netflix documentary yeah. I want. Horndog High. We should we should get on that. There's a lot to talk about. Oh my god. Yes. Yes, I think we just like broke a story. But this teacher in Ohio, boo, or we'll call it She puts the hoe in Ohio. I don't know. We'll workshop that. Now, I don't know. My my teachers at my school were all pretty cool. But I wouldn't want like to see any of them like naked or hook up with there was one teacher though. Wait, did, did she do it on purpose or was it an accidental drop? That's what I want to know. I'm like does this te- like who's making sex tapes? I guess like I guess uh uh Pam and Tommy's on Hulu now, so everyone's like, "Oh yeah, we should do a sex tape." So this came out she had to resign. So yeah, uh, she sent it on February 7th. She told police she had no idea how the video was released. Okay. Claiming she heard rumors of a circulating sex tape featuring her and her boyfriend. Um, there were also four to five other videos <laughs> sent, but only one was believed to be sexually explicit. She says if somebody were to have access to an unattended phone, it's fairly easy to capture someone's passcode. If someone has, uh, that was some 
cybersecurity, sure. If somebody has bad intentions, the first thing they'll do when they get access to your phone looks through your pictures, looks to see if you have a private folder and see what's in there or look at text messages and try to find something inappropriate. It has since been confirmed that the Cleveland Metropolitan School District placed the teacher on paid leave while Cleveland police investigate. Now, also, I wouldn't think this is that bad. Wait, hold on. No disciplinary actions have been taken against the teacher since she's not been charged with a crime. Yeah, she's not been charged with a crime. She was her privacy was violated. Should we make a list of people that have entered this building that have not been charged with a crime? I mean, that's a fun game. It is Ohio. Yeah. But I think A, you're dumb for making a sex tape. Who's doing that? No one's making sex tapes anymore. This isn't 1994. You know, no one... Stop making sex tapes. You're not Kim Kardashian. However, I do feel for her because I'm like, oh, uh, if this had been at, like, a normal high school, like, you know, Horndog High, then, yeah, I get it. But it's not. This is probably... This is all uh, an all-boys school. So that sucks. And I'm guaranteeing I already know who did it. Another teacher. You think so? I think this is totally. I think another teacher at this school hates this woman that she, I think they were like in the breakfast room or they were in the what the teacher's lounge and something got brought up and they were like, oh yeah, you know, me and my boyfriend, you know, we just like made a little tape last night. And she's like, oh my God, Cindy, that's so crazy. But like, go on, I'm listening. And she's like, yeah, don't tell anybody, but it's, it's kind of hot. I didn't even know my legs could go that far back. Oh my God, that's so wild. I never get that done to me. Peter always just kind of just throws me on my stomach and grunts. He he doesn't throw me over his shoulder like Jason Momoa or anything. I just get like, you know, we just go to Red Lobster and then, you know, he just plows me from behind and then he rolls over and then he farts and snores all night. So I think this was definitely somebody who was like, God, I wish I had that kink in my life in Ohio. And this was definitely another teacher who was like, oh, I know this bitch's password. And I'm going to airdrop it to all the students to get her in trouble to make it look like she purposely and purposefully airdropped all of these to the boy students. To make it look like she was like Horndog High teacher. I mean, it wasn't anonymous. She can't, she can't think anonymous hacked her. Somebody went in and decided this is what we're doing. But her face was clearly in the picture. Yeah. In frame. Yeah. She, she, she's not going to be able to say. I, I don't even think she was hacked. I think she sent it to the wrong person. <gasps> Ooh! Don't, don't, don't text your students. Fair, don't text your fair students. Point. Fair point. I just feel like they're very close now. They're close in age now. The teachers now are twenty-two years old. The students are eighteen. I know it's very Colton Underwood and his yeah. fiance. It's, He's it's thirty weird. and thirty-nine. It's 30 like, oh, we're just, we're just now we're dating and we're engaged. Here's the thing. I've seen those videos on like TikTok and stuff where people are like, oh, uh, you know, I'm going to I'm going to text or I'm going to airdrop, you know, the strangers around me, this picture of a dick or whatever. Just don't airdrop. Don't airdrop. Don't. And, and, and I don't think teachers should be airdropping their students. But also, since it's uh, Body Positive Tuesday. I'm telling this teacher once she's done suspending or once she's been suspended 
and she gets to go back to work. She's not been charged with a crime. She didn't do anything. The crime was against her. That was like, you know, what is that crime? Were they... Is it a crime? If it, uh, if it's revenge porn, like if, if I, I'm if telling I, you, it's something revenge. I think it's like it's something salacious. That's a crime. That's the word I wanted to say, just because I've been watching the Gilded Age. Salacious. Um, but I think this video, she needs to submit it to Pornhub, where she can get the fifty dollar prize for best blowjob. Of a teacher airdropped to a student. And you walk in there, teacher. We don't know her name, but you're gonna walk in those that and in your whore high hallway in slow motion to Wicked Game by Chris Isaac, and you fucking own it. That's what that's what I'm rooting for her. In that order, I think we've just tied in all the stories of today and put them into this teacher's uh curriculum i don't know some say i'm doing the lord's work i could be wrong i don't know um and finally i think let's see oh no we've got a couple more oh this man i feel like first of all that teacher was very unlucky to as to what happened to her however this man is clearly the luckiest man in the world and you know I believe in luck. I think luck can strike whenever. I feel, you know, Colton Underwood, he's lucky to have a fiance after, you know, two weeks of dating. Can luck strike twice? Sure. According to this article, a Long Island man wins the lottery of $10 million on a New York lottery scratch off for the second time. The second time. Was he on Pornhub where he got those scratch-offs? I don't think so. But his name is Juan Hernandez. He won $10 million on a New York scratch-off game. When he asked, when they asked him what it was like to win. Now, I don't, do you gamble, John? Do you like, like, do lottery shit? I'll play poker. Um, I've done the scratch-off games. I never win. I have a friend of mine who she's like, I got to go get my scratchers. I got to go get them. Got to get them scratchers. And so I'm like, this is, this is where I get, uh, I hit my, de- my level of degeneracy. There's no turning back every year. When I get my tax return, I take $500 and buy a full book of them. Oh, wow. Just, just for the hell of it. Never win. Never win. Yeah. Eh, yeah. Well, this guy, humble brag has won it twice. So he is $20 million rich after winning it. I actually, can we scroll down? I want to see like exactly like what's the time frame. Okay. Uh, let's see. Okay, he uh, when asked, they're like, "What are you gonna do with the money?" Of course, this son of a bitch. He said, "Well, I'm still trying to spend the ten million dollars that I won back in 2019." So he won it in 2019. Wow, he had ten million dollars during the pandemic. He uh he lucked out after playing the 350 million dollar cash spectacular scratch off game. Uh, his, his most recent ticket was purchased at a stop and shop. Uh, and he asked to receive his winnings in a single lump sum of a cool $6,510,000. There are three 10 million top prizes left on the deluxe scratch off game. Well, good for him. 
But also, win the lottery and shut the fuck up. Don't tell anybody. Yeah, I imagine he has a target on his back now. Oh, I'm sure he's got like weird cousins. Yeah. I'm sure he's, I'm sure he has like a Jamie Lynn Spears like, "Hi, hey, remember that time that that we went fishing and you said if anything happened that you'd give me some money?" I don't know. Just be quiet. Don't talk, Juan Hernandez. You just get your money and disappear. Now, especially on today's planet, disappear. Go away. Take an exotic vacation. Go where Britney Spears... That's what I want. I want Juan Hernandez on a beach holding his tits with little emojis over his junk. Juan Hernandez, if you're listening, send us that picture to Just Saying with Justin Martin. No, that's all I want to hear. And finally, oh, we can't end the episode without knowing what the kids are talking about. And by talking, I mean TikToking. God, like, there's a lot of shit going on in the world. You know, we've got Ukraine. We've got uh, the world on fire. Um, What else is sad and tragic? Anything else? Everything is on fire. Everything's on fire. Yeah, I can't even just, like, pinpoint one. Yeah, just everything's on fire. So just when you think, like, everything's, like, gonna get back to normal you know oh we've survived a, a, a pandemic you know now we might get into world war three who knows nope the kids on tiktok are inhaling dangerous tanning nasal sprays or as in the gay community we like to call them poppers because why they'd rather die hot than live ugly now i don't know what the fuck a tanning nasal spray is but it is a new trend, and all these kids are doing them on TikTok. I don't know if you've seen some of the TikTok um, fads that have happened. We've had tooth filing. Um, there's been a face wax where people are waxing their faces. There's also been, you know, the crate challenge that was on TikTok for a while where people were just busting their ass on these uh, milk crates. Um they're doing this because um, they were told that, okay, I wrote it down. It's a big word. It's dihydroxymethylchrominol palmitate. This has not been approved by the FDA for inhalation, but they're showing all these videos of these women who are inhaling nasal sprays. Many TikTokers say they snort the substances before heading to a solarium as ingredients in the spray allegedly help increase the effectiveness of tanning beds. A Google search of tanning nasal sprays brings up multiple products retailing from just $29. But experts are saying, hey, you know what? Think twice before buying because this could just be some fucking snake oil. Um, because uh, this is saying, here, scroll down a little bit. They're saying that nasal sprays or inhalation solutions are classified as drugs. Um, and they're also saying it's a self-tanning ingredient, the thing that I just said, dihydroxymethylchrominol palmitate. God, that's a word. Is a self-tanning ingredient which helps increase melanin production when used topically. However, the ingredient has not been approved 
for inhalation by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. So these kids are out here being like, this is going to get me tan. And they're snorting it. And it's supposed to produce uh, melanin and help them get more tan when they go lay out. Now, I did mention at the top of this podcast that I'm obsessed with the show Inventing Anna. Now, Inventing Anna is a Shondaland show. So is Bridgerton. Oh, my God. I love how this podcast today is just tied together so nicely. It's been very organic. I like it. Uh, Unlike the uh, not approved FDA (laughs) TikToker bullshit. Um, But Inventing Anna, it's about this like fake German heiress who is just spending money. She has the weirdest accent. Everyone's been talking about it. And as I was writing this note down, this is what one of the TikTokers said. I had to read it as Anna Delvey from Inventing Anna. Okay. This was a quote. So if this is going to take 10 years off my life, I don't care. I don't want to be old anyway. Old people are ugly. Nailed it. That was Anna Delvey. Um... As a TikToker who inhales tanning nasal spray. Um, And again, this is what one of the TikTokers said. I'd rather die hot than love ugly. And I mean, I think going, I think that's where we have to end for today. I'd rather die hot than live ugly. I want everyone out there to embrace their inner hotness. It's March. Love is back. What have we learned? Yeah, love is back. Old couples, old flames are coming back into each other's lives. Um, Maybe you're in love right now, like I am. Maybe you're not. But keep your options open. If you're still watching Pornhub, you know, go out and nominate your favorite... uh... Your your favorite porn star. Maybe they'll get a cash reward this year at the ceremony. You know, um, tune in to uh, uh, the show that I was mentioning. What's it called? The Courtship, March 6th. That's going to be great. And um, make some love for Britney Spears. And I'm glad she's happy. And I'm glad she's topless on the beach. And also... If you're in your car listening to this afterwards, just put on some Chris Isaac and listen to some Wicked Game and be and just know that, you know, I'm here for you. And if there's stories you want me to talk about, please, by all means, DM me on Instagram. We will make sure to put this up for you. I'd love to hear what my listeners are saying. And again, thank you for listening to the very first episode of Just Saying with Justin Marndell. Thank you to my producer, John. You were wonderful. Even though you did go to whore high, we're not going to hold that against you. However, this has made us closer as friends and coworkers because I can now say I know somebody who went to whore high. What was it? Whore high? Horn dog high, but whore high works. Horn dog high. I like horn dog high, but whore high, yes, which is Euphoria's arch nemesis. Um, but yeah, thanks again. Uh, we'll see you guys next time on Just Saying with Justin Marndale. Take care.